This is episode number five with Johnny Cooper. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. My name is Tibor Nagy, mindset and performance coach and the founder of Mindset Horizon. The mission of this weekly show is to reveal the disruptive mindset of purpose-driven entrepreneurs, high performers, visionaries, and change makers, so you can transform your mindset, realize your full potential, and execute on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's get started. Welcome back everyone to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Before introducing today's guest, let me guys tell you a little bit more about the Mindset Nation community, a Facebook group that I highly recommend you to join. In this community, you have the chance to get in touch with other like-minded listeners, the incredible guests on the show, and of course with me, the host himself. You can ask questions, give feedback, and engage in different conversations. On top of that, you will know everything about the most important freebies and takeaways and the latest news about brand new episodes. You can join this community by simply clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting our website, MindsetHorizon.com. So let's dive into the introduction. My guest today is Johnny Cooper, a British author, piano player, international racing driver, business coach, and the founder of Johnny Hates Marketing. Since growing a business to eight figures and exiting, Johnny's been supporting coaches, trainers, therapists, and consultants who are serious about building their thriving practice, changing the world, and enjoying a life of effortless abundance. His Client Attraction Blueprint program is filled with eager students every month and he is closing in on his mission to impact the lives of 1 million professionals by 2025. Johnny's Three Pillars of Effortless Marketing provides a template for universal success and growth to any aspiring coaches and therapists and he is passionate about increasing the average income across the profession. He's also the voice behind the legendary Johnny Hates Marketing Facebook group and swears that he really, really does hate marketing. So guys, I'm more than excited about today's conversation with the founder of Johnny Hates Marketing himself, Johnny Cooper. Hi, Johnny, and welcome to the show. Hey, Tibor, how are you? Such a pleasure to have you on the show, and thank you so much for being here. As I mentioned in the introduction, you are the founder of Johnny Hates Marketing, a mission-driven business that helps transformation professionals, coaches, trainers, therapists, and consultants optimize their marketing strategies and have a bigger impact with less effort. We're going to dive into those marketing tools and techniques in this episode. But before we do, would you tell us a little bit more about yourself, your entrepreneurial journey? How did you get where you are today? Uh, yeah, well, you're very welcome. That, that's that's quite a comprehensive introduction, isn't it? That, <laughs> that makes me sound like a, a really exciting person. So I hope I can live up to that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a kind of accidental coach, really. Um, I never, I never had it in mind that you know coaching would be uh, the business that I take forward. When, when I sold my eight-figure business, as you as you mentioned earlier. Um, this is a financial consultancy, and we, we built it up to just over 10 million turnover over seven years. And uh, we got an offer to sell, so we did. It just seemed like the right time after seven years at it. Um, and all that happened, really, is that some of, some of the former clients from that business were asking me to um, help them uh, with their businesses, you know, just to get involved, to join the board of their businesses, to help them with marketing strategies and sales strategies and uh, acquisition strategies, growth strategies. Um, I, I didn't get involved with sort of funding and HR, you know, raising money for businesses and helping build their teams. So over kind of 14, 15 years, I guess, from then, I was just a ragbag business consultant, you know, doing anything for anybody. And, uh, you know, one of the great lessons I learned from that is if you're a generalist and you're trying to appeal to everyone, then number one, you get paid less than a specialist. Um, and number two, it's actually hard to attract new clients because people can't see from the outside what it is you actually do. You know, if you have a huge menu of services, people can't be bothered looking down the menu to find something that might be useful. So I was exhausted by sort of 2017 and um, 
I started looking around at some of the really successful coaches around the world who, you know, were making money online by being a coach. These are people like Frank Kern, you've heard of in the States, you know, mm-hmm. um, and loads and loads of others, Ryan Levesque with the Ask Method and this kind of thing. And I, I just evolved very quickly from there to understand that, you know, if you want to be successful online these days as a coach, then you need to understand these three pillars, as I now call them. Number one is what it is you actually do. Number two is who it's for. And number three, then, is how you deliver it. And that usually means productizing your services, you know, creating a, a program. And uh, once I understood that, I narrowed down my market to working with other transformation professionals, you know, coaches, therapists, as you mentioned, consultants, uh, because I realized that, you know, the average coaching income around the world is is about 30 grand a year, you know, which is nothing. You can earn that as a, mm. a manager in McDonald's, you know. So it just seemed to me that, you know, there's the mission for Johnny going forwards, you know, mm-hmm. um, get, get in and amongst other coaches and therapists and help them to build a thriving practice and, it, you know, at the same time build build my own thriving practice. So that's where, I, that's where I got to where I am today, really, I guess, by eliminating from my life clients who I didn't enjoy working with, who didn't pay me enough and who were asking me to do things that were, you know, not particularly what I enjoyed. Wow, there were a couple of things that I just want to repeat for the listeners. For example, you were talking about the difference between being a specialist and being a generalist and why it's really important to be a specialist. And the number one reason was a generalist is paid less than a specialist. And the number two reason for a generalist, it is actually much harder to attract new clients. And the second thing that you've mentioned was the three pillars of a successful coach online, which is pillar number one, what is it that you actually do? Pillar number two, who is it for? Pillar number three is how do you deliver it? And so, Johnny, I was wondering, what is your bigger mission with this company? Would you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, that, that, that's a great question. And um, it, it is very much mission driven because when I discovered, and this was from a, a global survey I saw, one of the big accountancy firms did a, a global survey of um, of average coaching income around the world. And as I say, it was very, very low, you know, way less than $30,000 a year. And I just thought, well, there are some great coaches I know. There's some great therapists out there, people who can genuinely heal the world you know, mm-hmm. and make people's lives better. So how about this for a mission? Let me help them earn more money. So my, my written mission now, my stated mission, is to impact the lives of a million coaches and therapists around the world by 2025. Uh, and I'll do that through my signature program and, and various other programs and my outreach through my my free content and, uh, and emails and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I want to heal the world. Uh, heal the coaching world basically and get get people who've studied all this wonderful stuff you know like nlp and hypnotherapy and cbt and all the qualifications that they get and the experience they've gathered i want to help those people to have more impact on the world and earn more money so that is my mission what a great mission uh i i have been in coaching circles for for the last two three years i got in touch with a, with a lot of coaches and uh, I heard them saying things like, for example, uh, I hate marketing and clients should come to me. Yeah. Or for example, I don't want to be too pushy or too salesy. But yeah. I think the main, the main thing that I heard or the, the, the most important one was, for example, when I was a little bit shocked, clients should come to me. So there was someone who told yeah. me, when I'm a <laughs> coach, Clients should come to me because they see me on my, they see my website and things like that, and they should find me. So, what what do you think about this mindset? Well, that's very insightful of you, actually, because you, you've you've picked up exactly what what I see every day, what I observe every day. Um, you know, the, the, I don't know whether you saw that um, that movie Fields of Gold, mm-hmm. where they, they built a baseball stadium, and and what they said about it was, "Build it, and they will come." You know, because a baseball stadium is very visible. People like watching baseball. And yeah. Sure enough, people just showed up. Your coaching business isn't like that. 
You know, it's not a baseball stadium. <laughs> and there's a lot more competition than there is for baseball stadiums in the average town, you know? Exactly. So um, it, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen, you know? And I, I describe a, a, a matrix of uh, with, with four squares in this matrix. And mm-hmm. you can imagine it. It's a, it's a little graph with a horizontal axis and a vertical axis. And along the vertical axis is uh, ability to deliver change. So this is how good you are as a coach. On the horizontal axis is another arrow that says ability to market yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you can imagine this in the bottom left-hand corner, there are people who are terrible coaches and terrible at marketing themselves. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, we don't hear anything about them. Um, As you move along the horizontal axis, we get people who um, who are great coaches but terrible at marketing themselves, which is a real shame. And as you move up the vertical axis, you get people who are terrible coaches but great at marketing themselves and mm. they're the dangerous ones <laughs> they're the ones you've got to watch yeah. <laughs> then of course the holy grail and in in the top top corner um of both axes is where you're great at marketing and great at delivering you're great at being a coach mm. and, and those are the people that that we get to hear about most and that we work with most and you know where we get great benefit from and, and they build a great business so th- those two things um Tybo, r- run hand in hand you know you have to have both and i think my, my role in the coaching industry is to take people who are great at delivery because i won't work with anyone who's a terrible coach you know i can mm. very quickly get to grips with whether they actually know what they're doing um but so long as they do and they've got a will to build a business you know, they've got a willingness to learn, they've got an open mind, then I can work with them and I can show them how to attract clients into their business so that everything works. You know, not only are they good at what they do, but they're doing it for more people and therefore their impact rises exponentially. And I've seen on your website, for example, uh, johnnyhatesmarketing.com, there's a signature program. And in the program, I have seen that you're also focusing on the mindset to some extent. So I think there should be uh, also a mindset shift when it comes to uh, selling my services as a coach, therapist, uh, or trainer to have this mindset that allows me to say that I should come to my clients or I should attract my clients. I should put myself out there. So there, there's, there, there should be a mindset shift in that regard as well, right? Yeah. And, you know, don't don't misunderstand my message. I mean, you don't have to be a a hard salesperson. Mm -hmm. I don't actually believe that there's such a thing as hard selling anymore uh, or soft selling. You know, Mm -hmm. there's just smart selling and dumb selling, isn't there? And, you know, if you're continually saying the wrong things to people, if you're continually trying to push your stuff down their throat or worse, if you're never making any offers, then that's just dumb selling because, you know, nobody's going to take you up in, in any of those circumstances. So for me, selling for coaches is a lot softer than what people would traditionally associate with the sales process. Mm-hmm. It's just about finding someone who looks like your next ideal client, uh, inviting them to start a conversation with you, in fact, starting a conversation with you. And within that conversation, invite them onto a call so you can discuss how you can help them further and on that call it's simply your role to ask deep searching questions about them find out what it is they need and if it appears that you can help them with what they need then just make an offer and at that point your offer should be irresistible you know people should be saying great when does it start great how much is it you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so i don't think there's need to be you know, salesy in the, in the sense that you might associate with that, like you know, mm. somebody trying to sell you a used car, for instance, or a, you know, yeah. double glaze, double glazing for your home or something. It's not that kind of a sales process, is it? Because the services that we offer, if you have your client avatar correct and you're actually talking to someone who needs what you can do, the services that you offer them should be irresistible, and they should just go, "Yeah, I'm in." You know, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So, it, it you know, all that comes from positioning yourself. It comes from effective use of social media. It comes from understanding what it is you do. You know, the first of my three pillars, um, by which I mean, you know, what 
transformational benefit you bring to your clients. Not, you know, I'm a hypnotherapist. I mean, that isn't really what you do, is it? What you do is you you, you help people in a certain way to overcome problems, you know. Um, and, you know, so long as you can speak to an ideal client who'd benefit from that and put together an, an irresistible offer that makes sense to them, then, you know, you are going to get to this point where people are coming to you. But there are things that have to be in place before that, that starts to happen. You can't just, you know, build the baseball stadium and expect it to be full of people. That just doesn't happen in our industry, does it? So coaches, therapists, and consultants of Mindset Nation. These are the three possible steps of selling your services, according to Johnny. So step number one is find someone who looks like your next ideal client. Step number two, invite them to have a short conversation with you. Step number three, during that conversation, invite them to a call so you can help them further. And so, Johnny, I just wanted to make it crystal clear for the listeners right now. What is it that you focus on with your business? Is it online marketing or offline marketing? How do you help these professionals? Well, both really. I mean, you know, my my work is for a coach or therapist who wants to attract more of their ideal clients more easily mm-hmm. without paid advertising, you know, so they can build a thriving practice and live a life of freedom and abundance. I mean, I, I don't believe that, you know, our work should be uh, a grind or a hustle, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't need to be, you know, on it 24-7. It doesn't need to be particularly tough. I, I, I think because you know, most of us are natural coaches and the stuff that we've learned just improves on that. So, you know, our client delivery is usually relatively effortless. Um, I asked a question in my group this morning, actually, about, you know, wh- which bits of your business d- do you hate, I think it was. Um, and they said everything but the client delivery, you know. So client delivery should be effortless and, and can be. Mm-hmm. So my message to coaches and therapists is, Okay, so let's make the branding and marketing effortless as well, and then you'll enjoy the whole thing. There'll be no mental blocks over anything at all. You know, if people are dropping into your community and you're just having natural, organic conversations with them and they're joining your program, then the whole thing's going to seem relatively effortless and enjoyable, isn't it? So you've mentioned organic marketing, and, uh, you know, I was wondering what are some other ways to help these professionals uh, make marketing more effortless? Well, it, it comes back to those three pillars that I mentioned uh, earlier, Tabor, mm-hmm. and it really is about a deep understanding of what it is you do. You know, being able to express to someone what it is you do. And, you know, if you go to a networking meeting and somebody says, hey, what do you do? Mm-hmm. If all you've got is, well, I'm a life coach or I'm a hypnotherapist or something like that, then that isn't enough because that's not the answer they want. When they ask you, what do you do? They're not asking for your CV or your profession. They're actually asking, what do you do that could possibly be of use to me? Mm. How can you improve my life? Is it worth another 10 seconds of my precious irreplaceable life standing here talking to you? That's what they want to hear from you. So you have to get to the point where you've created this kind of I call it the X, Y, Z question. It's the golden statement, if you like. Mm. When somebody says, what do you do? You need to be able to say, well, I help X to do Y so they can Z. So my example of that is mm. I help coaches and therapists, that's my X, to find more of their ideal clients more easily, that's the Y letter, mm. so that they can build a life of freedom and abundance. That's my Z. So all three of those things are really important. And as I say, if all you've got is, well, you know, I'm a life coach, then nobody cares. Nobody cares that you're a life coach. You know, well done. They, they care what you can do for them. So I think that, that that's the first thing that I can bring to any coach uh, mm-hmm. or therapist who is struggling to find the clients. That's probably why, because they can't express what they do and for who and why in one sentence. So that's a big part of what we what we do, and I, I, on the client attraction blueprint program, by by the third module, by the third week of the twelve week program, we've got that nailed. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've we've found out what it is you do, 
Mm. We've worked out who would benefit the most from that. And we've created that that wonderful one sentence message that you can take out into the world and 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 impress the people that you need to impress with it, you know. So mindset nation. When someone asks what do you do, here's what Johnny recommends you to come up with, which is the so-called golden statement XYZ. So I help X to do Y so that they can Z. So Johnny mentioned his example, uh, which was I help coaches and therapists to find more of their ideal clients more easily so that they can build a life of freedom and abundance. And so Johnny, my next question is, how do you help people get clear on their ideal client? And let me just give you an example. Let's say someone knows exactly who they want to serve, the group of people, and they want to combine it with their passion, let's say for neuroscience, but they don't really know how to combine these two aspects. So how do you approach a topic like that? Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? And so many coaches are completely lost when it comes to this. And I, I even talk with coaches and therapists who've, been on other programs and they've studied the client avatar thing because you know it's such such a cliche this isn't it that you Mm. need to find your ICA you know your (laughs) ideal client avatar and and people work on this a bit and they go oh there's my ideal client but look let let me give you an example of a client avatar that, that that doesn't work doesn't mean anything I hear people say all the time for example I like to work with middle aged women who are a little bit stuck. You know, their families have left home. They uh, are bored. They feel worthless. They used to work before they had kids, but they don't work anymore. So they'd like to find something to do. And I, I can help them with that. That could be a client avatar. Well, the trouble with that as a client avatar is that where, where do you find those people? You know, if, if they're standing in front of you in the line at Starbucks, how would you recognize them? Mm. You know, there's no externally recognizable characteristics that enable you to corral those people together. You can't even really find them online, can you? I mean, people don't go on LinkedIn and say, I'm a middle-aged woman, you know. Yeah. That's not that's not a distinguishing characteristic. It's really tough to farm those people on Facebook as well, you know. I mean, somebody looks like a middle-aged woman, they, they might well not be in that situation that we've just described. So you, you, can't, you can't really plan a client avatar for yourself or create a client avatar that is, you know, undiscoverable, if you like, for want of a better word. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you, give you an example of a client avatar that really works well. Um, so there's a coach I know in the States, in Texas, in fact, and mm-hmm. she started up as a life coach. Um, and I think the going rate was 70 bucks an hour, something like that. And she had some success, you know, she had people in her practice working with her. Then she realized she preferred working with women, so she narrowed it down a bit. This is a kind of niching journey I'm just going to describe in this example. Mm-hmm. So niching level one was to just work with women, not men. Uh, niching level two was then when she discovered that she uh, was pretty good with sports women. She had a couple of athletes and gymnasts and people like that, and she was able to help them with performance anxiety with the work that she did. So she got them winning more events you know getting more trophies and things like that mm-hmm. um but everything changed for her when she dug another level deeper and just by accident she started working with a female show jumper <laughs> and she realized working with this female show jumper that not only was there performance anxiety in her mindset which she could help with but show jumpers in general are actually afraid of getting injured and losing their lives because, you know, you're, you're kind of two meters off the ground on this crazy wild animal that could just as soon throw you off and land you on your head on the ground, uh, you know, as, as jump, the, jump the fence, you know. Uh, so show jumpers have this extra level of performance anxiety, you know, am I going to get killed, you know. Mm. So in working with this female show jumper, um, this coach I'm talking about found that she could really help with that. And in fact, she got such remarkable results that this woman became a, a champion. You know, she started winning every event rather than holding anything back, rather than being afraid on the horse. Mm. And it just worked really well. And word got around. And within a year, this lady, this coach, had become 
the number one performance anxiety coach for female show jumpers wow. in the whole of the United States. Wow. Uh, she now charges 500 bucks an hour instead of 70 bucks an hour. Mm. She is preeminent in her niche. She's the number one. Um, there's nobody challenging her. She has no competition. And she just hangs out with these people who just pay her like crazy, you know, forever. Um, but what I love about that story is that it's it's a client avatar that's really useful on a number of levels. Number one, they're easy to find. You know, if you want to find a female show jumper, mm-hmm. Google is your friend. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to find one, aren't you? Um, on LinkedIn, if you just do a search on female show jumpers, they're all there. People announce themselves as show jumpers, don't they, on LinkedIn? But the other really nice thing about that is that they, they're all rich. You don't spend your last $100,000 on a horse, do you? You know, you're, you're already set up. You know, it's a wealthy niche where there's no there's no limit to effectively, you know, how much, how much you can charge. You could sell a $20,000 program to a, a show jumper and they go, yeah, I'm in. Where do I sign, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, just to bring that back down to earth, if you're a coach or therapist, I appreciate you can't all work with female show jumpers. So, so here's the thing. Let, let's apply some science to it. Let's look at a four-legged stool, if you like. So I want you to think about four aspects of a perfect client avatar. And, uh, you know, you can go back over this. I'll, I'll, I can help anybody who's, who's intrigued with this. You know, I've got this, this written down in a, in a PDF. You can, you can grab it later if you want. Mm-hmm. But here are the four things about a perfect client avatar. One is that you have to enjoy working with them. You know, life needs to be fun, doesn't it? There's no point in setting yourself up with a client avatar mm. who, you know, feels like a grind to work with them. That's the first thing. The second thing is they have to enjoy working with you. In other words, they have to in, enjoy a massive transformational benefit from working with you. And this kind of answers the question, who would benefit the most from what it is I do? Mm. You know, who'd really benefit from what it is I do? And that, and that can't be just anybody who... You know, if you start your avatar statement with, well, I work with anybody who, then you're already failing, basically. That isn't going to work. So somebody gets a massive transformation benefit. The third leg, as I just mentioned, is that they've got to be able to afford to pay you. And it pains me to see how many otherwise useful therapists don't make any money at all because they say, well, you know, I work with people suffering with addiction. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I help people recover from alcoholism or even I help people overcome PTSD. Now, what I'm going to say next might sound a bit brutal. But here's the thing. If if your life has been trashed from a previous trauma and you're suffering with PTSD, then the likelihood is, and this is, I agree, this is a generalization, right? Mm. So don't shoot me down. But the likelihood is that you're probably not doing so well in life. You probably don't have a job. Even. If you do have a job, you're probably in and out of work. You know, life's not going so well for you. You know, and I, I feel sorry for you, and, and so should you as a therapist. You feel sorry for those people. But that doesn't make them an ideal client, does it? If, if, the, if your goal, and it should be, is to build a thriving practice for yourself, then you ain't going to do that by attracting people who've got no money. Mm. So the third aspect of a successful client avatar for a, for a thriving coaching or therapy practice is to find someone who's got some money. In other words, rephrase that question I asked earlier. Who are the wealthiest kind of people who could benefit from what I do? Mm-hmm. Rather than just, you know, who'd benefit the most. Who are the wealthiest kind of people who'd benefit the most from what I do? And then you're on your way then. That just leaves the fourth leg, as I mentioned earlier with the examples there. Make them visible, you know, identify some characteristics that enable you to spot them in a crowd. It's no use just saying, you know, I work with people who are a bit stuck. (laughs) Or, you know, I work with people on their work-life balance. Well, good luck. But, you know, who are these people? Where do you find them? You know, So if, if you said, well, look, you know, I help senior executives in financial institutions to, um, remove the stress from their lives to improve their work-life balance and build better relationships with their employees and their families. 
then you've got something there, haven't you? Because that avatar, senior executives in financial institutions, they announce themselves, don't they? They, they make themselves clear. You can find them on LinkedIn using those criteria. Mm-hmm. You know, you can probably find them on Facebook. You know, maybe they hang out in groups with other financial people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you've got to get some common sense into this. You know, there's no point in building a client avatar who is invisible to you. There's no point in building a client avatar who hasn't got any money. And there's no point in building a client avatar who you can't help in a massive transformational way and enjoy what you're doing. So those four legs for me are absolutely essential. And if a coach or therapist is missing any one of those, then that goes a long way to explaining why they're not making any money for themselves why they haven't got any clients. So I, I hope that's useful. It's been a bit in-depth, I appreciate. And, and as I say, I, I'm, I'm happy to share that in a downloadable PDF if any of your listeners would like to see it afterwards. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's the name of the game, isn't it? Finding a client avatar who's got some money, who's visible to you, and, and where the relationship will be based on enjoyment and value. Wow, I think this is really, really helpful. And thank you so much for sharing this. Uh, And I just wanted to give a quick recap for the listeners because you were talking about the four aspects or rules of a perfect ideal customer. And rule number one, enjoy working with them. Rule number two, make sure that they enjoy working with you or in other words, they have a huge benefit from working with you. Rule number three, they can afford to pay you. And rule number four, define those characteristics that help you find them. And so once you find your ideal customer, what are some techniques that you use or teach when it comes to attracting or finding those clients? And I think there's a difference between approaching them directly or attracting them to you indirectly. So what do you think about this? Yeah, well, it, it's, it's one and the same thing. And, and you, you, you've hit on two, two phrases that I use, actually, you know, direct mm-hmm. as well as indirect attraction. You know, how, how do you do that and what's, what's the difference between the two? Mm-hmm. Um, well, there isn't a difference to start with in the approach because what you have to do either to um, approach someone directly and tap on the shoulder and say, hey, uh, you know, I, th- I think I can help, let's talk. Or, you know, in the hope and expectation of attracting them indirectly by getting them to get them to come to you, then... The, the approach is the same, and the approach is this. You have to enter the conversation that's already in their head. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that again. You have to enter the conversation that's already in their head. Now, you can only do this when you deeply understand who your client avatar is. So, for example, you know the lady I, I mentioned earlier is a female show jump. She knows that if she puts on her website, um, would you like to earn more medals? You know, Are you tired of being an also-ran? That's a that's a horsey phrase, um, you know. Are you are you? How much does your concern about personal injury hold you back in an event? That, those are the conversations that those female show jumpers are already having with themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they leave the home in the morning and go, they go. I hope I don't fall off today. You know, I hope I win. Mm-hmm. So. All that stuff comes from a deep understanding of your client avatar, Mm -hmm. the push and the pull. You know, what are they trying to get away from and what do they feel drawn towards? Mm -hmm. What keeps them awake at night and what do they leap out of bed for in the morning? And when you understand that, it's really easy to start writing language, questions and statements that represent the authentic conversations that the clients are having in their heads. You don't have to invent any new stuff. Mm -hmm. You just have to understand your client and talk to them at their level. Meet them in the position that they're in at the moment. Mm -hmm. So for me, whenever I put anything out there that says, would you like to find more clients more easily? Coaches and therapists are going, yeah, how do I do it? (laughs) So it's just that, isn't it? It's just that. It comes from a deep understanding of the avatar so that you can enter the conversation that's in their head. Now, when that's all over your social media, when your LinkedIn profile says, I help coaches and therapists to find more than I do clients more easily, when that's what the banner on the Facebook group says, then yeah, people enter your world and they go, this looks really interesting, Johnny. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate marketing too, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, you know, can we talk? You know, 
what, 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 how do I get involved with you? So you, you get people coming to you straight away, mm -hmm. but also enables me then when I tap someone on the shoulder and say, look, I found your comment in the group really interesting. Let's jump on a call, see if I can share some insights. Then you're pushing an open door because they go, great. I think you can probably help me. Let's talk. So it's about making everything easier, isn't it? It's about making everything more effortless, putting less effort in for more impact. Mm. And you can only do that with a deep understanding of who your singular client avatar mm -hmm. is. Niche it down as much as you can, much as you can. I've had one guy graduate from my Client Attraction Blueprint program just last mm -hmm. week, and he has a superb avatar. He works with um, millennial entrepreneurs in the tech startup sector. Mm -hmm. So these are people in their 20s and 30s who have a, uh, a tech startup, you know, build, building something digital, basically. Um, and he understands, he, he's a life coach, you know, he's NLP practitioner. Mm -hmm. But he understands these people because he was one a few years back. Mm -hmm. uh, and he understands that their number one worry is running out of money. Mm -hmm. uh, their number two worry is when they take it to market, will anybody buy it? Uh, the number three worry is, will the tech work or will it fall over? You know, how do I make it robust? So he, he works with tech startups on, on all these things. Now, because he's putting out stuff all the time to attract tech startups, and his LinkedIn profile says, I work with tech startups, and his Facebook profile says, I work with tech startups, guess what? <laughs> he's attracting tech startups. He's not mm -hmm. attracting anybody else. You know, he's not attracting middle-aged menopausal women because nothing he's putting out there says anything about them or, or speaks to them or enters the conversation. There. Mm -hmm. So the avatar does two things, doesn't it? it? It focuses you on a single avatar, but it repels everybody else. It stops people who are useless to you joining your network and clogging up the system and starting conversations with you that are going to be useless. So it's a really, really, really important central pillar mm -hmm. is deciding who you're going to work with and by default deciding who you're not going to work mm -hmm. with and don't have any conversation with anyone who doesn't look like your ideal client and you know life gets easy huh? life gets easy it isn't as hard as you imagine you have mentioned a really interesting and i think very important thing which is it's all about entering the conversation that they are having in their head and so what are some ways and what are some platforms that can help us enter these conversation in the ideal customer's head? Is it about being specific about the ideal customer, how specific we should be? I mean, clearly then there must be a point where you go too far. You know, if, if you said, you know, I, I work with left-handed Hungarian submarine commanders or something, you know, you've kind of gone a bit too far. <laughs> Um, but you know, effectively, practically, there's, there's no there's no sensible limit to how deep you can go. You know, the, the example I just gave you of tech startup entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it could niche that down further to you know um, um, technology app startups or something. You know, I mean, the, the the idea is that you you position yourself as a specialist. Mm -hmm. And the more your ideal client looks at you and goes, yeah, this guy's a specialist, you know, this guy gets me, then the more likely they are to come on board and want to work with you. Um, mm. I, I, read a, I read a really impactful statement from um, Seth Godin the other day, the wonderful mm -hmm. Seth Godin, his book, This Is Marketing. Um, there's a phrase on the back cover, and I'm reading it now. It says, people like us do things like this. And if you can get your, your ideal client to look at what you're doing and go, yeah, people like us do things like this, then you're on your way to building a thriving community, aren't you? And <clears throat> those people are much more likely to, to jump in and go, yeah, Johnny gets me, you know, he hears me, he feels my pain. Um, and, and everything you write then can be just, every bit of content you put out, every way you show up in a life can just be directed to, to that conversation, you know, to, to making your ideal client look at you and go, hmm, yeah, 
I need in here. People like me do this. You know? mm. So is there any limits how deep you can go? Well, if you, if you don't feel you're deep enough, if you feel you're too vague, I mean, I call it a virus. I call it the vagueness virus. You know, because if you think about when you have a virus in your in your body, you know, you you're you're in a bit of a fog, aren't you? You don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> you can't think clearly. You've got a headache, and you know, in our business, the, the vagueness virus can make you feel like that. It can just make you feel like, oh, shit, I don't know what I'm doing next. You know, mm. I don't know what I'm doing next. Whereas the opposite to that, when you have absolute clarity on what it is you do and who you work mm. with. Is, is that everything's easy. You know, people are coming to you in their droves. People are joining your group because they see other people like them in the group. Mm-hmm. They go, people like me do things like this. You know, that's why I'm going to join. So, you know, if there's any vagueness at all, you know, if you've got a Facebook group, for example, let's just go platform specific. You've got a Facebook group and there's a rag bag of different people. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are your ideal clients, some of them aren't then it's like a jumble sale, isn't it? It's a mess. You know, no one's going to look at that membership and go, hmm, these are people like me. Mm. So, you know, whatever you do, just stop attracting people who are not your ideal client and attract only people who are. And then you'll attract more people like that, won't you? There's also something that's worth mentioning at this point. If you're afraid of, you know, leaving people behind, and I often hear coaches say, well, I just want to help anybody. Yeah. You know, I just want to heal the world. Yeah. You know. Well, okay. But your ideal client avatar work doesn't preclude you from working with other people if you want to. I mean, there's an example. I know this guy in Chicago who, who is a very successful coach. He works with public speakers mm-hmm. and he helps them with their speaking chops, you know, helps them to get speaking gigs, mm-hmm. right? And he's very high ticket. I mean, you, you've got to pay $10,000 to, to to even get over the doorstep. Well. But you know what he does on a Saturday? He goes to the local homeless mission uh, and he helps some of those men and ladies who are on their asses, right? Helps them with their mindset, helps them to find their true self and get back on their feet. Mm. And he helps them to um, start businesses. You know, he started a couple of cooperatives uh, with homeless people, you know, so that they can they can start to build a business and do something in the world, make their own impact, you know, when they thought they couldn't. They thought they were dead to the world. But he doesn't get paid for that. He doesn't expect to be paid for that. And therein lies the lesson. If you're starting a coaching practice from scratch, Mm. don't do that because you ain't never going to get paid. You know, there's an an analogy here. You may have heard this. Um, Some of your listeners may have heard this. If you're on a, an aircraft, you get the safety briefing and they say, well, when the oxygen masks drop down, if you're traveling with someone dependent on you, like a small child, put your own mask on first. Mm-hmm. Put your own mask on first because you're no use to anyone when you're gasping for air, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in our business, that means make some money, build a thriving practice because then you'll be able to help other people that don't have so much money and can't afford to pay you. You can make a choice. You know, have a philanthropy Friday or something. You just work with people for nothing. Yeah. But don't build your business around that because it isn't a business. It's just a hobby, isn't it? It's just a hobby if you're not getting paid for it. So I, I hope that's useful. And, and you know, the, the, the client avatar thing, to answer your last question directly, I don't think you can go too deep if you feel you want to slice something off it. I mean, for instance, tomorrow, if I thought, well, I don't like working with, co- with therapists anymore. I just want to work with coaches. Then I could slice them off, couldn't I? And I could repel therapists. I could say, well, yeah, you're probably a coach, but you look more like a therapist. Mm. And I would ignore those people and they would ignore mm. me. So, yeah, the, the, the probably is not. And, and then if I looked at coaches and I said, well, I only work with business coaches. I don't want to work with life coaches anymore. Mm. Actually, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I might do that. I'm particularly long. You see? Life coaches are pain in the neck. Then, then you could do that. And if I said, well, I only want to work with business coaches who work with senior executives. Mm. You know what I mean? They'd just play with it. You know, this is your world. It's your rules. Yeah. You, get to, you get to decide. Yeah. 
you you get to decide what it is you do. Exactly. You know? But do something. You know, do something, and you know, think about the wealth of your ideal client. Think about the visibility of your ideal client. Think about the impact you can have on their lives. And if you can tick all those boxes, then you've pretty much got a viable client avatar to move forward with. Mm. So it's all about, I would say, clarity on the ideal client. And I think it, it is really important to get clear as much as you can at the beginning. But over time, you will also, as you said, you can uh, modify your ideal client or you can narrow it down and get more clear or get more specific on who you want to serve. What are the next steps uh, after defining your avatar? Uh, what are the next steps that you are focusing on when it comes to you know, selling services with ease and make it easier for coaches, trainers? Well, the, the, the next step, the, the, the next step um, is to define your daily process. You know, to have uh, an action plan that you undertake every single day uh, in order to uh, start conversations with your ideal mm. clients. So it's as simple as this: when 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 you're happy that your client avatar is is nailed, um, you need to then look for where they hang out and just go hang out mm -hmm. with them. In my case, it's undoubtedly Facebook and specifically groups, and particularly my own Facebook mm -hmm. group. Um, but they're also, you know, coaches and therapists are also findable on mm -hmm. LinkedIn. And there's about 50 a week joining my LinkedIn network, mm -hmm. I guess, from invitations from my team as well as organically just by finding me themselves. Um, so go hang out where they hang out, you know, understand where they're active, where they mm -hmm. show up. And then when you when you spot someone who looks like your next ideal client, tell them just say hey <laughs> i feel your pain i see what you posted yeah um i might be able to share some insights let's jump on a quick yeah. call and see what pops out my treat start a conversation right start a bloody conversation yeah. with them. and and instead of thinking about this as a massive mm -hmm. task you know oh you know start 100 conversations make it singular rather than plural just say Today, I'm going to start a conversation mm -hmm. with one person who looks like my next idol client. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. Do you know what? You'll enjoy that and you'll get something out of it. They'll either say, not ready, or they'll go, yeah, let's talk. In which case, you start a conversation. Then you'll go, oh, that was easy. And then you do it again. You just spot somebody else that looks like your next idol client and go, hey, you know what? I love what you're doing great to talk see if i can share some insights and they'll go yeah great let's do it yeah and that's it it's as simple as that now let's be let's be clear on this um this works if you have something to sell them that's reasonably high ticket. Mm. it's going to be a bit of a pain in the neck if if your only game in town is you know a 50 euro coaching mm. session right because you ain't going to earn a lot of money doing that. But remember my three pillars? Three pillars are what you do, who it's for, and how you deliver it. So working with me in the Client Attraction Blueprint program, the key thing that we do is that we build a program for you and with you so that you have your own high-ticket program to deliver to your ideal client mm. avatar. So this organic conversation funnel that you and I have just been talking about for the last five minutes only works if you've got something reasonably high ticket to sell at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you, if you start a conversation once a day, let's say you get, I don't know, three sales calls a week and you convert one of those, you want that to be something that's worth four figures, mm -hmm. don't you? If you're going to sell one a week. It needs to be at least a thousand dollars, pounds or euros, preferably more, you know, maybe two or three grand. So we need to create this signature program. Something you're going to deliver which has got deep value and impact for your client and costs about two to three grand, I would say. Now then this whole thing makes sense, doesn't it? You've found your avatar. You've started a conversation with people who look like your next mm -hmm. client and you've sold some of them your three grand program. You can build a six figure business very quickly doing that. You can do 10 grand a month 
in the first couple of months that you actually start doing all that and, and, and get it rolling. So it's not difficult, this mm. stuff, um, Tabo, but it, it needs somebody to help you structure it if you're going to do it quickly. Uh, otherwise, you can flail around in the dark and you can be months, if not years, trying to make sense of, of this mm. stuff. It is really, really important, and I think it's a key element of our conversation, and I wanted to go deeper into that, because you were also mentioning when you were telling this story about that coach in the US, uh, he was charging $500 an hour or something like that, and I wanted to ask you, uh, which one of those solutions are you focusing on? Charging your services by the hour or creating a signature program, and why? Yeah, that, that's a great question. The signature program is really is really key. Productizing your services. Um, that example I gave in the states is it's a, a woman, by the way. She's a, a female um, life coach. Um, her, her her rate nets down to kind of five hundred pound an hour, five hundred dollars an hour. But she's actually selling a program. So she's selling a program for for. Uh, um, for female show jumpers. Okay. Now, um, productizing your services works on so many levels. Um, number one, it's easier to sell because people buy products. They don't buy ideas. And if you're trying to flog someone on the idea of just having a session with you, strangely, that's harder than selling them on a program. Now, mm-hmm. um, it, it's easy to sell in another way as well because you've got something to talk about. You've got something to show them. Um, on, on your sales call, you can be sharing the page on your website that talks about your program. You can be showing them the modules bit by bit by bit by bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of coming on a journey with you, you know, from mm-hmm. module one through module eight or 12 or whatever it is, is much more appealing to someone than just, oh, well, let's have a session, see what happens. I think I can cure you. <laughs> no commitment. Like, yeah, it's just like, well, all right then. Um, they might know somebody who's worked with you in the past and it might be a bit easier than that. But every time selling a, a program is much easier than selling a session or a basket of sessions, no doubt about it. The other thing about a program is that it can structure your business in a way that just selling sessions here and there never can. Mm-hmm. So my, my program has a, a monthly intake. So the, the August program is starting tomorrow. The September program is starting on the 18th of September. I've still got a couple of places open. Mm-hmm. I take four people into the client attraction blueprint program every month. It lasts for 12 weeks, three months. Mm-hmm. So I've got three CAB programs running alongside each other at any one time. So that means each session is the same time every week. So it means I have three hours of live coaching every week um, with each, you know, with my three client attraction blueprint programs that are running at any one time. So I, I, effectively, my client delivery is three hours a week. And I impact the lives of 12 people in those three sessions. And that, that brings me to the next advantage, if you like, of having a program. You can corral people together in groups and you can leverage your time. So, you know, whatever your hourly rate is, you can multiply that by four or five or six by how many people you have in the program. Mm-hmm. And, and if you want, you can let them have it a little bit cheaper because there's more of them doing it. So what this speaks to, you see, is that your, your one-to-one coaching should be the VIP offering. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be the standard offering. If you try and build a business, you know, seeing people one-on-one, then the worst thing that can happen is that you get really successful. <laughs> because you're just going to fill your whole week with hourly coaching aren't you and you're not going to have any time to breathe or, or do anything with your business or, or grow it any bigger you know yeah. you, you'll run out of time before you run out of ambition yeah. whereas a program that you can get people onto in groups although there's no limit to how big that can go you can either launch a few more intakes of it if you want or you can get more people on it mm-hmm. if you want to yep. or you could get somebody else to deliver the program for you you know, a program with a defined curriculum, you know, with a defined content, which you, you know works, it doesn't need you to deliver it. Somebody else could deliver it, couldn't they? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the whole program thing speaks, number one, to an easier sale. Number two, more money from it. Mm-hmm. And number three, easier to scale. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're thinking about what's next, you know, where else do I go with it? My, my CAB program 
on the 18th of September is actually CAB 18. It's the 18th time that I've launched this. Mm-hmm. And I've launched it consecutively for the last 18 months. The first one was March 2018. Mm-hmm. Um and it's been going for a year and a half. And every month, I just don't take four people. That's four sales a month on the program, mm-hmm. one a week. Doesn't seem like a hard job, does it? Make one sale a week. That's all you got to do. Mm. And that's a six-figure business then. Now, that's not all I do, but that's certainly my signature program at the heart of the business. I also have a, a subscription membership um, network, which people can, can join. And I do some one-to-one coaching, which is a lot more expensive. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if you want to get started, then building a group coaching program to speak to your ideal client and provide an irresistible offer to them, mm-hmm. you know, it's a no-brainer. It's what you got to do. And, you know, I'll say again for anyone listening how to do this, you can work it out yourself or you can work with someone who's already doing it. And, you know, I'll hold out my, my offer to you today, you know, to, to anyone listening to your brilliant podcast here, Tybo, you know. That, that, that can reach out and we can, we can talk about it. It's called the Client Attraction Blue. You can basically save a lot of time with that. So I also had a mentor when I uh, was starting out. And also, mm-hmm. um, signature program, you were uh, talking about uh, group coaching programs. Would you recommend for starting out coaches, trainers, therapists to start with a signature program for uh, one person, like one-on-one uh, signature programs, or would you recommend a group coaching uh, setting? Uh, it, it depends. It depends. It depends, it, it depends um, how big your reachable community is already. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, what are the chances of making four sales in a, your first month rather than one sale? But you can do whatever you want. You know, you can freestyle it. Mm-hmm. You can even set something up as a group program and you can say, to the first person you talk to say look um we're just testing this out you know i want to do a beta run of the program if you want to join this month you know it ain't going to be three grand we can do it for 1500 as you're a beta tester and all i ask is you give me some feedback at the end of it and you know we we grow the program and and improve it and then there's no pressure on to get a certain number of people you could start it with just that one person can or two people you know and then uh, you build momentum very quickly. I describe the, the program as a rolling snowball. Once it mm-hmm. gets going, you know, people are talking about it. People who've been on it talk about it to others. I, I get direct messages now from people not just saying, how do I work with you? But I get messages from people saying, Julie, my friend has been on the Client Attraction Blueprint. You know, I'd like to know more about it. Tell me mm-hmm. about it. So. In a way, having a program, this is another benefit of a program. It's something else for people to talk about as well as just talking about you as a person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it works on that level too. Things get easier once you get it rolling. Yeah, great insights. Thank you very much. And we are actually getting to our getting to the end of our episode. And wow. before it's our, gone quickly, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, before I ask my last question, just tell people where they can find you online. Yeah, the, the easiest way to do it is just to jump in the Facebook group. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing most of your listeners will be on Facebook. Um, if you just tap in Johnny Hates Marketing in the search at the top, that's Johnny without an H. So it's Um Then my group will be found and just join the group. And uh, I'll see you in there. We'll talk. Thank you very much for sharing. And so my last question is, where do you see yourself and your business in 10, 20 years time? Well, that's a great question. Well, I, I'm going to review things in 2025 because um, I have a significant birthday coming up um, mm-hmm. just about then. And I just want to say, look, you know, what impact have I had? What is still left to do? Does it feel like my work here is done or... <laughs> What do I want to do? But, but very quickly, I mean, but by 2020, um, the JHM business, the Johnny Hates Marketing brand, is, is going to be a seven-figure business. Mm-hmm. So we did an easy six figures last year. Um, it's reasonable six figures this year. Um, I have a plan to do, you know, get it over the uh, million pounds revenue in 2020. So, you know, it's going places. It's, it's a business that uh, is infinitely scalable and, 
mm-hmm. as with all of us, you know, the, the, the scale of my business and my impact is limited only by my imagination, isn't it? And that's the, the same applies to, to, to you and anybody else, really. Exactly. I wish you good luck uh, with your mission and with your business. And thank you very much for being here. Thanks, Tabo. It's been my pleasure. What is up, Mindset Nation? Thank you so much for listening. And I really hope this episode's been highly valuable to you. And if so, please make sure to spread the word and share this episode with your friends. We are on a mission to build this community of Mindset Nation. So please make sure to go to iTunes, go to Stitcher and support us by rating and reviewing the show. And don't forget to subscribe as well. For more information about Mindset Horizon, simply visit our website MindsetHorizon.com and sign up to our weekly newsletter to get the latest information about new episodes, Mindset Transforming freebies, tips and insights. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, leave us a message, we'd love to get in touch with you and hear more about you. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening, take care and be limitless my friends. (laughs) 